Welcome to this glorious Sunday morning. We're glad you've tuned in. This is Pastor Rob Elliott, and this is the Echoes of Calvary radio broadcast, a ministry of the Calvary Bible Church of Nassau, Bahamas. We are glad you're with us this morning, especially the mothers who are tuned in. God bless you. We love you, and we hope that today's broadcast will greatly encourage you in your very vital ministry of raising children who know and love and serve the Lord. This morning is a preaching segment from a sermon I preached some time back, and it's largely the introduction of that sermon, and it will point out just the complexities that the mother of this generation faces. And in the course of listening to these different complexities, you may well see yourself, you may well see your mother, you may well see friends of yours who are mothers. I'd just like you to listen and take in what this will be today. And at the end of this clip, I will bring some concluding remarks. We certainly salute you, moms, for all that you do, but also for who you are in Christ and how you let him change you in your role as a mom. You're all very special gifts to your husbands and to your children, in some cases to your grandchildren, in some cases to your great-grandchildren, and you're a great blessing and a gift to Milford Bible Church, I can assure you. There was this Sunday school teacher who asked her young class if they knew why Mary and Joseph took Jesus to Jerusalem. And one child said he knew for sure it was because they couldn't find a babysitter. <laughs> There's this typical, I'm told, this typical four-year-old who was quite cute and inquisitive, and uh, she was having difficulty grasping the concept of marriage. So she asked her dad if he could please help her understand what it means to be married. So we thought the best thing out to do is to pull out their wedding album and to show the child pictures of the wedding day when Mommy the Bride came into the church and when Mommy the Bride came down the aisle and when Mommy the Bride stood at the front and exchanged vows with him. And he said, now, do you understand what marriage is? She said, yes, I think that was the day that Mommy came to work for us. <laughs> it is true, you work hard. And uh, we appreciate it very much. I'm coming to today's sermon with a premise uh, that life is good, but life is also complicated. I'm coming to today's sermon with an assumption that life is complex for mothers these days. Complex a large number of tasks to do and complex balancing work inside and outside of the home and stepchildren and single parenting and body image issues and complex because of spiritual victories and spiritual failures and spiritual apathy. Complex when children are a joy and then children are a heartbreak. Children who want money and children who cost money. Complex, children who are healthy and children who are sickly. Children who trust and love and serve Jesus Christ and children who say that they trust and love and serve Jesus Christ, but they're faking. Complex. Go to church. Don't go to church. Go to a different church. Complex. Divorce, abandonment, widowhood, bad marriage. Complex. Holy Spirit-driven decisions and 
flesh-driven decisions. Spend, save, borrow, retail, wholesale, resale, barter, free cycle, complex. Adopting or placing a child for adoption, regretted abortion, complex. I'm assuming that the lives of mothers these days are complex lives. The sandwich phenomenon, taking care of aged parents while at the same time caring for young children, complex. There's a woman in scripture who had a complex life. She's called the nation of Israel's mother. Sarah is her name. Originally, her name was Sarai, but God, for his own good purpose, changed her name to Sarah. We're going to see this morning, quickly as we overview Sarah's life, that she was like mothers who are here today. She was in the midst of complexity, and she oftentimes was a paradox. A little hard to understand in different ways that she could be. When you look at Sarah's life in Scripture, you can see that she was rich and she also was poor. She was proud and she also was embarrassed. She was strong and yet weak. She was spiritual and sometimes fleshly. She was truthful and the other time she was a liar. She was obedient, but she could also be disobedient. She was assertive, but she could be regretful. She was supportive of her husband in some cases and destructive to her husband's walk with God in others. She was blessed, but she laughed at the thought of being blessed. She was patient on the one hand, and oftentimes she was impatient. She was infertile. She was barren. She couldn't have a baby. And yes, yet God made her spiritually very fruitful. She was caring, but she also could be wrapped up in herself. She was confident, but she also knew jealousy. She was a risk taker, and then she was also a risk avoider. She was a woman who prayed, and she was a woman who connived as though she never did pray. She was real. She was complex. She was loving, and at some moment she could be mean. She was a complex woman. She was a complex mother. And you who are hearing this sermon live or by way of podcast or CD later, you too are complex women. And you too are complex mothers. Don't miss this though. God loved and forgave and used Sarah. And Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he loves you as a complex woman and mother. He forgives you and he's using you. The other thing we need to consider when we talk about Sarah's life being complex and the modern mother's life being complex, that none of our complex lives are complex to God. He never scratches his head. He never throws his hands up in the air. He never gets lost in the plot of our lives. Our complex lives are not at all complex to our God. Why? Because he knows everything. 
past, present, and future, because he controls everything, because God has everything worked out in advance, because God loves his children unconditionally, because he guides us into his will if we're alert, because he is the perfect forgiver. Your complex life is not complex to your God because he answers prayer, he allows redos, He delights in giving out grace, giving out the good that none of us deserves. Your life is not complex to God because God is God. God sees the biggest picture possible for you. And God is out for his glory to be revealed in you and your families. And God perfectly knows us in our complex lives and in our complex Hearts, and he loves us anyway. So please don't forget it, ladies. No matter how crazy or hard your life is today, your life is not at all complex to your Savior. This Mother's Day, uh, 2015, I'd like us to remember that we are complex, but our God is clear. You're a mom today, and you're admitting that your life is very complex, but I hope you're remembering that your Savior is clear. And because your Savior is clear, uh, let's let him clearly lead. Let him clearly lead you as a mother. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Again, God bless you, moms, and we trust that uh, you will find your place of worship in a Bible-believing church. And again, if you do not have your own Bible-believing church, we invite you to Calvary Bible Church on Collins Avenue in Nassau. We'd love to see you. God bless, and let me pray for you. Father, I lift you the mothers who are listening to this broadcast. I pray your encouragement. I pray your grace, I pray your strengthening for their very vital and important role as being uh, nurturers of the children you have blessed them with. May this be a wonderful day, Lord, for them. May they find in the recognitions of this day and in the worship of this day that they are valuable in your sight and also very valuable in the sights of their families. For we ask this in Jesus' precious name and for his glory alone. Amen. And now, today's personal God story. I'm pleased to have uh, Colleen Springle with us in the studio today. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. And we're going to have a little interview because uh, Colleen has been blessed to uh, serve the Lord in her own family as a godly mom for many years. Um, You are blessed to be a mother. I wonder if you could tell us the ages of your children and where they live. Yes, I'd be glad to. Uh, We have two daughters. Joy is 43, married, living with her family near Grand Rapids, Michigan. Heather is 37, married and living with her husband in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Wonderful. So they're both uh, in the United States. How about your grandchildren? Well, we have two grandsons, ages six and a half and three and a half, who belong to Joy and Nate. And then Heather and Nevin are expecting a daughter in June by adoption. Oh, how wonderful. Adoption is a wonderful way to form a family. I know about that firsthand. Um, Colleen, do your daughters trust and love and serve Christ? Yes, they do. They're very active in their churches along with their husbands, but they definitely have a love for the Lord. 
you know, I'm sure that all Christian parents um, long for that, that their children would know and love and serve the Lord Jesus. And you have been blessed to see that uh, happen. And I'm just wondering, as you consider that, to what or to who would you attribute that big blessing? Well, example for one, Ron and I were always involved in various activities in the church. They would see us have our family devotions as well as we'd have devotions as a family. We prayed for them daily, and by God's grace, he captured their hearts. I like that. By God's grace, he captured their hearts. Uh, Indeed. Uh, What would be some words, Colleen, that you would think of to describe your own mother? My own mother was generous, kind, always available to help, expressive, and kept her promises. I was chatting with my brother and asked him about it, and he said the same thing, and he couldn't think of anything negative to say about her either. That's, that is marvelous mm-hmm. uh, to know that the Lord helped her be that kind of a person and that kind of a mother. Uh, what was the best advice that your mom ever gave to you? Well, she said to live for the Lord and do what is pleasing in his sight. That was the, the main thing. And from what you're saying, uh, she lived that way herself. She certainly did. She lived for her Lord and she did what was pleasing in his sight. There's a uh, few things that are more powerful than an example. Right. And uh, that's, that's great to know. Uh, Colleen, what advice uh, would you give to young moms who are listening to us today? Well, I would say be a godly example before them. Pray for and with them regularly. And then spend time with your children and listen to what they have to say. Very good. Those are wonderful things you said. Spend time with your children. Listen to what they say. Pray for them regularly and be a godly example before them. Those are are helpful, helpful things. Um, Do you have a funny story, Colleen, about being a mom with your own daughters? (laughs) Yes, I actually have a lot, but I just chose one. Um, I had a film to be developed, and they went in with me to take it in. And when the um, man took it and looked inside, it was full of Tums. (laughs) So, so of course, the girls had a big thing that never let me forget it. Our home had a lot of laughter, much of it at my expense. (laughs) I suppose that's part of being a good mom, too, to be able to take a joke and uh, not take oneself too seriously. Colleen, what uh, most encouraged you and kept you going in the right way uh, in your very demanding days when you were the mother of two younger daughters? Well, I think it was the encouragement of my husband. He was very good with them, with the kids, and and also my trust in the Lord, my faith in Him. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, is there a Bible verse which is precious to you as you are a mom? Well, there are many, but I think this one, Psalm 37, 5, was the one that came to my mind at the moment. was, Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. So the importance of committing to the Lord, and He will just bring things to pass. Oh, that's beautiful. He's faithful, isn't he? He certainly is, yes. Yes. Well, I'm so appreciative of you coming into the studio to be with uh, me today and to think through some of your own upbringing and some of the ways that God has used you over the years to Mm. raise your daughters that they would know about Christ and would have a good example about serving Jesus and then to go on as prayers continue to be offered up for their own parenting. Right. Of their of their children and your mm-hmm. grandchildren. Well, let's commit our way to the Lord here. I know that this morning uh, many mothers of all ages, grandmothers, in some cases great-grandmothers, are listening. And uh, they're looking forward to a special day, most likely with their families. And 
being appreciated and loved and recognized for their hard work. And I'd just like to pray for these special ladies here now. Dear Lord, we thank you and praise you for the gift of mothers who love us and who train us and who listen to us and who sympathize with us and who uh, help us in so many different ways. Lord, we know that in, in many days it's tiring, and in many days there seems to be very little uh, recognition for a job well done, but I pray for the moms that are listening to the radio broadcast this morning that you would encourage them, that you are watching them, that you are for them and not against them, and that you are blessing them as they walk in your ways and helping them as they pray through the needs of their families uh, day unto day. And so, Lord, we pray for every Christian mother that uh, you would be her strength, that every Christian mother listening, would you would be her Savior. You would be her Lord and Master and King. And we pray, Lord, that the families that are represented before you in the naming of these particular moms would be families of love and unity, families of um, common goal and common purpose, families where forgiveness runs free, families where service to Jesus Christ is eagerly taken up upon, and families, Lord, where uh, others who are looking in would see that Jesus Christ is Lord. So, Lord, these are our prayers for the mothers that are listening today. And may they have a great day, a great day with their families. And we pray these things in Jesus, our precious Lord and Savior's name together. Amen. And now, Help for the Hurting, with the director of the Christian Counseling Center, Pastor Frederick Arnett. Good morning, and thank you again for having us in your homes. In the studio with me this morning is uh, my wife, Helen. And uh, the last time we dealt with how important is communication in the life of a couple. But today being Mother's Day, uh, we would like to deviate from that a bit until next time and finish that topic. But today, knowing that this is Mother's Day and this is the day that we are honoring our mothers, uh, I would like to ask Helen a question, and the question is, loving the children you have, not the child you wish you have. By that I mean, we believe that children are a gift from God, but in a number of cases, we don't get the child that we feel that we deserve. You want to speak to that? Um, first of all, I want to say a blessed uh, Mother's Day to all the moms out there, including my dear mom. And I hope and pray that this day will be special for you. Answering that, I think I saw some quote like this some a while back saying, loving the child you have, not the child you wish you have. And I think many times we tend to look at or in our heads we have this ideal child or person, and so the child that God has sent into our life, we don't embrace. We're embracing the vision in our head, and so we treat the child very shabby, or we don't relate as we should. We relate in a 
conditional way and not unconditionally, just loving unconditionally, whether this child is uh, a student or whether this child has a deficit emotionally or whatever, I think God chose a child to be in your life. And you are a special mother, and you should embrace this unique person who is an image bearer of God and not try to reproduce the child by whatever wish or maybe you want to live up to what didn't happen in your life so you now want to live it through your child and you refuse to embrace the child so it's important as mothers to love your children unconditionally and embrace them for who they are and speak life into them so they can know I am love you know, I look at the scripture with Moses, his mom, the word of God says his parents saw that he was a proper child. One translation said he was a beautiful child. And when you follow the trajectory, all wasn't well with Moses. He at one point murdered and might have, you know, become like what we call today a serial killer. Mm -hmm. Because the following day he went out and he did saw a conflict and he intervened and you know his brethren spoke up and said you know you're not going to do to me what you did yesterday and then he really realized this isn't hidden so somehow he escaped but God over time after working in Moses' life he became a great leader and the word of God, you know, uh, the commentary says that he died and he was 120. And he was still very energetic. His eyes, the word of God said, was in dim. And all his natural strength was there. So it tells me that if we journey with our little boys and girls who might do things that are not really good and we get disappointed, Instead of um, writing them off, like in our behemoth vernacular, we call them the black sheep. Embrace them and love them and pray with them. And don't wait for someone else to uh, validate them. You do that as a mother, you know, and speak life into them because that son or that daughter can become a great leader. Okay. And I'd like you, uh, Helen, also to tell our listeners especially the mothers, how they can be good examples to their children. I think one good example you can be to your child is be a mother of prayer. Okay. And also a second example is walk the talk. Don't just have flattery and say stuff and then you have a life of hypocrisy and they're looking at you and saying, oh, you my, my mom says one thing, but she lives another. I know she's very dishonest. She's not a woman of integrity. Because if you are living a double life, they're not going to respect you. And most likely they're going to model that later on. And it reminds me of what Ezekiel said in Ezekiel 16. He said, all who love Proverbs will have a proverb saying that as the mother, so is the daughter. And you don't want to, um, you want to have godly daughters. So we as mothers have to model godliness. Okay, well, in wrapping this up this morning, Helen, today we find that parents are trying to give their children 
things rather than spending time with them. Would you like to speak to that? Yeah, um, we can't bond with stuff. We bond with our children. So um, instead of trying to push an iPhone, spend time communicating in a loving way, in an active way, getting involved in the child's life, or bird watching with that child. I remember when our sons were just uh, preschoolers, we went on bird watching trips in the early mornings of, you know, of the hour. So at this point in life, I have good memories as a mom, going with them, journeying with them where they are like, Gahil Gabran, the prophet says, our children are the future. So we really want to see them make good leaders, journey with them. Okay, thank you very much. And again, thank you for having us in your homes this morning. And I pray that you will have a blessed Mother's Day. God bless you. You've been listening to Echoes of Calvary, a radio ministry of Calvary Bible Church, Nassau, Bahamas. Our morning worship service begins this morning at 11 a.m. in the sanctuary located on Collins Avenue. We encourage you to join us. Feel free to write us at eocradio at gmail.com or P.O. Box N1684, Nassau, Bahamas. And remember, everyone needs a savior.